Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog, All Together, at altogether.swe.org. Looking for more information and data on women in engineering? Head over to research.swe.org and review the groundbreaking research that SWE has been conducting. SWE's research efforts include reporting on women of color in engineering and how community colleges may play a role in getting more women to graduate with engineering degrees. You can also check out the annual SWE Literature Review in SWE Magazine's State of Women in Engineering issue. Hi, I'm Cindy Hoover, Fiscal Year 20 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. I'm joined today by Virginia Palacios, 3D Product Manager Director at HP. This is the first in a three-part podcast series with HP about social responsibility during this time. Virginia has electrical engineering and a psychology and business background and has been more than 20 years with HP in different positions from R&D, business development, and pre-sales, strategic customers management, product marketing and management, and she has been based mostly in Barcelona with stays in Shanghai and Singapore and very frequent travel around the world. Thank you for joining us today, Virginia. Virginia, can you um, tell us what initially sparked or inspired your interest in STEM? Sure. So first of all, thank you for for the opportunity to share a bit what has been uh, my experience up to now, what I am what I am doing. Um, yeah, when I was a child, I, I always liked to to solve problems and and everything uh, related to understanding how how the things work, and and everything related to to maths and, and science was something that. Uh, that I was naturally inclined to. Uh, when I when I grew up and before I went to to university, I I was very passionate about everything related to to electromedicine. I I always wanted to to have an impact in in people's life, uh, so that's why I I decided to to study engineering and to to try to design at some point uh, one of those one of those equipments. Very good. Can you could you walk us through your academic and professional accomplishments? Kind of where did you go to school? How did your your studies influence your career path? Sure. I I, I came to study to to Barcelona, and and that was an experience that uh, that probably was very important for my career moving forward. Uh, when I came here, I I studied the engineering in a different language. In Barcelona, it's a region in Spain where. Uh, they not only speak Spanish as the rest of Spain, they also speak Catalan. So I was doing, uh, let's say, uh, the university in a language that I, I didn't speak uh, when I arrived. And that uh, proved me that anything is possible if you really if you really try hard and you really like what you do. And, and since then, everything that I, that I have been doing has, uh, has been, let's say, following, uh, following that path. I, I went to, to the electrical engineering school and, and I did my my final thesis on on medical equipment in a in a system that would that would measure the the blood pressure and and something that happened at, at university my my dad had a heart attack when I when I was studying and and when he was in the hospital it was HP equipment at the time uh, the one who saved his life so that's why I decided to 
to join HP and to, to work uh, for this type of, of equipment. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a learner and an achiever as as one of my my top strengths, and and then in in all my career I have always tried to to do things that had never been done before and and that I would let's say explore new territories and, and show that that things uh, that you didn't think can be can be actually done. When I was when I started my career I. I complemented the engineering with uh, with psychology that that would give me uh, a bit more the the human side of it and 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 it was very important also when I started being more focused on on customer investigations customer centric uh, type of engineering and then all, all the move uh, that I have done since then uh, more towards the the marketing and and pre sales when I joined the the 3D business in HP is when I when I really came back to this electromedicine uh, because we can really uh, produce things that are uh, tailored for the needs of uh, of people and and we can we can really make a difference if uh, you may have followed uh, some of the applications that uh, HP and other 3D printing companies have been doing uh, for the for the covid uh, we have been able to to respond to the to the pandemic with with things that are, have actually uh, contribute to saving people's life. Uh, there was a huge disruption in the supply chain for for many of the normal components that they would use in hospitals, and and there were things that they needed that uh, had never been done before because there had not been uh, that need. So the the, the speed, the flexibility uh, that uh, additive manufacturing can can provide is is something that we have uh, really realized, and and HP has put hundreds of engineers literally and all the machines that we had in our R&D center, uh, let's say to the service of, of COVID applications, connecting with hospitals uh, around the world, uh, trying to make sure that we could contribute as much as we can, as fast as as fast as we can. But I, I think this, this point of uh, trying to start things um, that are making an impact in the customers and, and can actually save uh, people's lives or, or at least uh, make sure that uh, that people can have a, a better life is, is what has been, let's say, driving my career. Absolutely. And thank you for what you're doing um, to support the, the, the COVID pandemic. And is, is there any specific examples you could give our listeners about what HP is doing, uh, what type of uh, products that you're providing uh, to support this, this uh, fight against the, the pandemic? Yeah, we, we started with uh, personal protection equipment uh, like face shields and, and masks, and, and that was uh, kind of the, uh, the easiest and fastest uh, type of design. Uh, we have also worked in things like, for example, medical swabs to, to take the, the test uh, for the COVID. Uh, we, we have already uh, found a partner that can, can do the, the sterilization and distribution, and, and they are uh, already going into into hospitals uh, this week in the in the US and and we also um, did a lot of parts that were uh, part of uh, respirators and part of uh, CPAP systems that are uh, systems to to help people breathe so one of the of the things that we were trying was to to make connections, for example, for all these uh, snorkeling masks, the the crazy type of a mask so that people could could have um, a, a more comfortable, uh, let's say, breathing. 
and, and their oxygen uh, would go up very significantly. So there have been several designs. Each of the hospitals uh, have their own doctors that wanted to, to test uh, different systems. And, and we have been providing uh, a wide range of, of parts to, to connect all those systems. So there are uh, many things that will, even after, let's say, the, the big crisis in the, in the pandemia, we will still keep, keep producing. Very good. And, and again, thank you for, for all that you're doing to support that. Um, let's change direction a little bit and talk a little bit about how others uh, in the industry can create a more diverse and inclusive environment within their companies and teams. So I think there is something that is, that is very, very important that is uh, to create the awareness uh, in the company and in the leadership team that this is something that that is not only, let's say, good for the women and for the society, but it's also uh, good for the business. And then there is a lot of studies that uh, that prove that when you have a, a diverse environment, the decisions that you take that you take are are better. We can we can see also the the countries that are led by by women have have had a, a much better response to to something like COVID that no one had in their in their plan. So when you when you really embrace diversity, the decisions that you take as a team are, are better. I, I think it is important that everyone is is aware of of, of this. Uh, I think it's also very important that uh, that you find sponsors for the women in the company. We have tried many things. The one that I, I personally feel is, is the most effective is uh, have someone that identifies the talent and push them for, for opportunities and assignments. We there is many people that talk about mentorship, but at the end, I, I think uh, mentors can help you. But it's really the sponsors that will put your name, uh, that will put your name for a, for an opportunity. The ones that can that can make uh, a change in your career. In many cases, I have found uh, that that women will not do the step up and will not raise their hand for for an opportunity. And even when you go and say, "Have you considered going for this position?" they will leads you all the reasons why they are not ready. Uh, and this is something that in, in, in other cases, uh, men maybe, maybe just go for it. So I, I think creating a, a strong network that can uh, support those, those people and make them the, the push. And, and it can be women, but it can be a minority. It can be someone with a different age or a different uh, country of origin. At the end, diversity has, has many aspects of many aspects of it. I think there are also two things I, I'm personally doing. Uh, whenever I'm in a place where that the, the, the environment is not diverse, I name it. And I say, guys, I'm in this meeting. I'm the only woman. This cannot happen again. So what are we doing so that this does not happen again? Um, and, and also to, to help them feel how, how you feel in one of those environments, uh, we'll have a pretty strong women network in, in the Barcelona office. Uh, I started that many, many years ago. And, and we have some events that we organize. So when you take uh, one of the leaders and you put them in a, in a room with 40, 50 women or 10, 12 uh, leaders, uh, we have a very different style when, when it's all women in the room. So when they go and they spend an hour in a room where they are the only ones that are different, uh, let's say this this makes them think. So if you combine this awareness with these kind of uh, tips, the the network, the sponsorship, and and making them feel how you feel about it, 
uh, I think I think can can make a difference. And and it's a long term plan. Is there is no magic recipe that in a year you can totally convert an organization. Is something that you need to to be working over and over to to really have a have a, a change. I love that putting them in the room uh, and having them be the only one. I think that does uh, give you a different different feel for how things work. Um, have you uh, had a, a sponsor yourself, uh, one that you would like to uh, call out and maybe thank for, for the work they did for you as you've come through your career? Yeah, so I, I had a, a sponsor. Stephen Nigro was the, the president for, for 3D. He, he's retired from, from HP. He was, uh, he was putting my name for, for some opportunities. Ramon Pastor uh, he's the now the president for for 3D. He has also uh, put my name and give me several of the opportunities along along my career. And and I think having someone that believes in you, believes in your possibilities, and and trusts you is is something that can really make a difference. Absolutely agree with that. Um, what other kinds of obstacles have you faced as a, a woman in engineering, and and how did you overcome them? So I think uh, a woman in engineering, especially when you start, there is a part of lack of credibility because you are young, you are a woman, uh, you may you you are just a new kid in town, and and you are a woman, and and I think uh, the most important thing that you can do is to have good results of your work and and let your results speak for you. Don't don't try to to discuss or 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 just don't if you are ignoring a meeting or whatever, just Keep working, keep having results, and and eventually those those results will position you in the place that you that you deserve. I think it is important. This is something I didn't do uh, at the beginning, but I I'm now very very actively encouraging uh, uh, young women in in the company to to increase the network, increase the network not only in your in your function or in your discipline, your are an engineer, electrical, firmware or whatever, but just increase your network beyond. And the women network uh, that we have helps a lot, because at the end, when you when you have a good network, you can have much better results in your day-to-day work, because you you know people that has the information that you may need, and and the more people that that help you, the better results you get. So I think this is something that is that is uh, very important, and and also something that took me many 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 years is to. Is to gain self-confidence. So this is another thing that I'm also trying to trying to push. So now I have like a personal objective to accelerate all all the career that I had, all my all my learnings, uh, so that the the ones that come that come now uh, can accelerate that and and don't lose let's say 10 years to trust on your on yourself and and your possibilities. I spent a lot of years in R&D without moving and, and it was when I when I went to Shanghai to to create a, a, an R&D lab there uh, when I when I really let's say started exploding quote unquote as a as a professional because the, the learning I got in, in in that couple of years was was really amazing. So I'm I'm trying to accelerate everyone else everyone else to that. Very good, very good. Um so I know um, I've I've always been challenged with with finding uh, work life balance as I've I've uh, you know come up through my career and it, it can be really difficult as a working woman. What what do you do to unwind and disconnect from your professional responsibilities and kind of find that 
that work-life balance for yourself? This is a very interesting question. There is no no magic recipe, and, and I think we can all learn from each other which are the, the tips and tricks that, that we all have to, to try to manage. Uh, I think there is something that is very important. No matter how many hours you work, you need to make sure your family understand uh, how how important they are they are for you on one side, uh, but also how much you enjoy the work you do. It's not that you leave them or you travel uh, because you don't love them or whatever, but it's because you really love the work you do or you are making an impact and, and you are happy. And, and I think that this is this is important. I I also try to to book. Uh, time for for each of them individually my my i have two daughters 8 and, and 14 and and they do a lot of uh, extracurriculum activities gymnastics japanese uh, piano so i i try to to go with uh, each of them to their activities in the in the afternoon so i have a time to to talk individually they have different time in school so i have breakfast with one then go with her to the school then breakfast with the other go with her to school when i'm uh, when I'm in town, and and I think it is important you block your calendar for for what is important for you. There is infinite work. There are infinite meetings. There are infinite customers, dinners, travel. So I I try to block my calendar uh, three hours in the in the evening so I can be I can be with them. I can have dinner and then I know that means that I need to work when they are all in bed. That's that's fine for me. I have one night out with customers maximum per week. So if there are three customers in a week, I choose with one week we go uh, for for this type of uh, dinners. I don't travel on weekends, even that means that I take planes at 5 a.m. in the morning on Monday. I am, um, many times I I take the, the taxi like at 3 a.m. on a Monday. I go to the U.S. and then by, by Friday morning, I'm back at home. So that's like exhausting from a, physical perspective but i have been i have maximized the time in the us with whatever meetings i have and i have the full weekend with my family so it's a bit of uh, let's say personal sacrifice and then whenever you are at home it's it's weekend time it's family time go for it just no no phones no emails no nothing just uh, just be with them and then whenever i'm i'm out i i try to to still be connected i I put my alarm 3 a.m. in the morning for a wake-up call with the time difference. Uh, good morning. Enjoy the day. What do you have for today? Ta, ta, ta. Another when they come back from school. Another when they go back to bed. And then I have, I always leave like small papers and small things in the backpack, in the computer. So when they go to Japanese, they have a post-it. I hope you enjoy the class today. Smile or whatever. So they do the same. So when I open the PC in the, in the plane, I have a nice drawing. Enjoy your flight, mommy. Take a rest, whatever. So, we try to have these kind of small personal connections, uh, just just to make sure that we are that we are together. No magic recipe. We I try to do it. It's not. Yeah, you never know. That is absolutely true, and it is different for everybody. But you you have some great tips here for our listeners, uh, and I thank you for that. If you could give our listeners one piece of advice to to uh, to our current engineers who would, who would like to move up the leadership ranks, what would it be? So I think there is one that is uh, trust yourself, trust, trust your capabilities. Uh, you can probably do much more uh, than what you think and, and choose uh, 
uh, where you can make a, a higher impact and, and what is important for you. So you will probably have a number of tasks in front of you. Choose the ones that, that will make the higher impact because those will be the ones that, that you will feel more proud of. Uh, try to develop a network of sponsors and and there are many many women and many men that uh, that want to have uh, people to let's say uh, promote and and put a name for for an assignment because at the end uh, all of us as leaders are known not only for 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 the work that we do but also for how we develop our teams how uh, are we a uh, uh, let's say uh, developers of talent are we giving opportunities to people do people want to to be around us and, and this is something very important for a leader and if you give opportunities to people they have results the the best will want to be with you so you want to be in this uh, best team i think it is important that you are bright in whatever you do have amazing results and make sure that you are the one presenting them so people know that this is the work that you have done and and probably the last thing is, is remember you only have one life. It will never be the right moment to take a vacation. It will never be the right moment to be married, to have a child, to be with your parents. So there is always infinite work. Just live with it. So you choose your moments in life whenever they are fine for you, not whenever they are fine for your boss or for your business. Because if, if you wait for that, you will not live the life you want, you will live someone else's life. So we only have one. Try to make the best out of it. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you, Virginia, so much for taking the time to speak with us today and for providing some really valuable insights and tips for, for our current and future engineers and leaders and how they can manage uh, their work-life balance, how they can move up in their careers. Uh, it's been fantastic. So again, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for the for the opportunity to to share a bit what has been the the learnings that I've that I've had. I, I hope some of the tips are are useful for for some of the people that will that will hear us. And and please do please keep doing what you what you do. I think it's a it's a great contribution to to men and women for the future. So thank you. Thank you very much. I'm Cindy Hoover, and for all of us at SWE, thanks for listening. 